Hello, and welcome back to the SpoilerCast, the show we talk about movies and we don't care about spoiling them. And I didn't have a catchy intro for this one. I wanted to do it like in Icelandic <laughs> or something, but I just thought of that now, so I didn't have anything prepared. <laughs> also, Icelandic is very difficult to learn, so... Yeah, but I mean, you could just you could just say it like phonetically. That, that's what... First of all, my name is Tobias. <laughs> With me as always is my sister and trusted co-host, Rebecca. Hello. Hello. And in this episode, we are of course talking about uh, the new movie from visionary director Robert Eggers, The Northman. Which is why, how, how... why did you say that sarcastically? Because it's kind of... Well, we'll get to that. We, okay. brief, we briefly <laughs> mentioned marketing before this. Oh, yeah. Before we recording. And that's one, one of the ways they have marketed this. It's from visionary director. I'm not saying he's not visionary, but we'll get to that. Yeah, However, okay. I would just quickly go back to my uh, thought, no no thought intro. <laughs> that I got the idea just as we started recording that ah, I should have done some fun intro like I did with uh, There Will Be Blood, which you can listen to on our Patreon, patreon.com slash don't make a scene, where we release an extra episode every week for our paying audience. And we've been doing a lot of Paul Thomas Anderson movies lately, so... We'll check that out. There are links everywhere, and of course, please don't make a scene. No, patreon.com slash please don't make a scene. <laughs> anyway, yes. I was just going to say, uh, yeah, you, learning the language would be hard, but I've never had any particular trouble just faking, you know, the pronunciation. I guess not. I, like, I don't have to understand the language. I just just sound like they do in that country, you know? I suppose. I don't know about Icelandic though, but uh, yeah, I can fake French and Spanish and stuff. Yeah, it's not too hard. It's not too hard <laughs> as long as you just learn the, the the words phonetically. It's fine, I think. Anyway, yes, so I could have done it, but I, I thought of it right as I pressed record, so I didn't. So have time. <laughs> anyway, instead we got this intro. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Um, but we're talking about the Northman. We saw yes. it yesterday. It's yeah, if uh, you don't know, we're Swedish, so this is. Uh, Historically close to home, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And and uh, I'm 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 uh, I'm not gonna say I'm like an expert or anything, but I'm I'm I I've dabbled in in Viking lore and Viking history. Oh yeah, I find it very exciting. And yeah, it's, it's part of our heritage, basically. Yeah. Um, so we were both very pumped, also because of Robert Eggers. I think and... we both love The Witch. Oh yes. Fantastic um, movie. Have you seen The Lighthouse? No, I watched a couple of clips just before today because I had like I, I need to at least see because people are talking about that one being like fantastic as well. Like, but, uh. but what is it? So I, I watched a couple of clips and I found that one where um, uh, Willem Dafoe and what's his name Robert Pattinson are arguing over like the food, the cu- cooking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Robert goes, "If I had a steak, a bloody steak." That scene, you know? Yeah. I'm not going to say the rest. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, sure. what the fuck? They sound like a marriage, married couple. What is, what yeah, is that, this that, movie? And what that movie is, yeah, that's 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 it's basically what the movie is about. It's a lighthouse. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of that one. Because I, I thought, like, yeah, all the, all the thematic stuff was fine. Like, what it's about, you know? Not the story, but the themes. Or, yeah. Not the plot, but the story, I mean. Um... I just thought that the surface level plot was pointless and poorly told. And if if this if if the movie's just themes and story, then it's not that interesting. There still needs to be a plot. Luckily, like the, the Witch. Northman 
has yeah. what? <laughs> and like the Northmen, it has a very almost like uh, I don't know what you called arrow like like uh, straight forward, straight forward, um, straight as arrow, plot. straight as Stra- an arrow, straight as arrow, as an arrow. Yes, I do. But there are a lot of themes and yes. and 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 um, uh, like imagery. Yes. But but b- beneath that, so I definitely uh, appreciated that more than I did in uh, the lighthouse. The lighthouse. But yeah, so the, the plot is very simple. You, well, it's you, a very <laughs> known plot. We have like yeah, it's a classic revenge tale. Also that, but like we have so many movies based on this p- particular story that this yeah. one is based on. It's... We have historical, uh, very celebrated stories based on this plot. I mean, Hamlet is based on this. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's so, not historical. I suppose. But I mean, what's his name? It's Shakespeare is historical. Yeah. No, it's not. He's H- historical dead, is when he? it's based on history. Oh, you mean what I mean. You know what I mean. You mean classic. Yeah, whatever. Old. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> historical is based on reality. History. Class. No, history is it's... reality. Well, yeah. His- oh, whatever. Shut up. Hamlet Never mind. You know reality. what I mean. You know what I, I mean. I know what you mean. Thank you. It's it's yeah, and it's it's a classic, uh, almost down to to like uh, like a de- deconstructed like uh, a hero's journey. Yes. Uh, where he even at one point walks into a, a, a dark, shadowy place and fights himself to gain the power to defeat his enemies. It's like, hello, Luke Skywalker! (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I wanted to mention that, too. There are a couple of similarities to Star Wars. There are a lot, because that's also a very, very classical hero's journey. No, but even, like, visually, there's a couple of very looking like Star Wars-style things. Uh, That one is one of them. We should, we should, we will get to that, but we should do the, the, the formula right. Yes, sorry. First of all, um, what was your expectations going into this? We, we usually don't talk about that, actually. We used to before. Well, I hadn't seen too much before. I didn't, I didn't check out too many trailers. I didn't check out any, like, I mean, I saw the posters. Can't really avoid that. Yeah. Um, I didn't have much of an expectation. I mean, Vikings are always Vikings. Yeah. I guess I assume <laughs> I'm gonna have a Viking story. Yeah. More or less. I assume there would be gritty and muddy and, and just dirty stuff and lots of blood and killing and people going berserk. Literally. Yeah. Literally in this one, yeah. And yeah. now having seen it and having had time to uh digest. think about it. Yeah, digest <laughs> it. Because that was we were we were planning on recording this yesterday, but as we were walking out, you were like, "I need some time to think about this." Yeah. Now having had like, uh, yeah, about nine hours, eight hours, <laughs> ten hours, something like that. Uh, I've slept on it. Yeah, you slept on it. What did you think of the movie? I'm slightly disappointed, but it doesn't mean it's a yes, but okay. it doesn't mean it's a bad movie. It's still a very good movie, but it's it's. I thought it could have been more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think people are going to hate me if this ever, like, blows up uh, on one particular thing, which is... Don't. Just say it, but don't say it. 
I thought some of the actors did not, most of the actors that are such big names did not work in these roles. What? Okay. (laughs) Anyone in particular? Well, the king and queen specifically. Arvandil or the... the, Yeah, Arvandil. I did not like Ethan Ethan Hawke and Nicole Kidman in this movie. What? At all. What? Okay. I don't. Uh, I do not agree. But uh, do you have <laughs> I mean, any Ethan arguments? Hawk, any arguments sort of, for it? I don't know. First of all, I guess Ethan Hawke didn't get enough time to prove himself to me. I suppose. Yeah, like because we all know character. he's the he's the father in the story, so he gets killed. Yeah, uh, there's no spoiler, but it's very early on. I think he's like in 15 minutes, maybe, of the movie. Yeah, so maybe it would have been better if he had more time to be a character. But what little sure. we saw of him, he. Eh, Nothing special. I, anyone could have done it. And I think they put too much weight on his name and put him in such a small part. It's like, why? Give him either more to do or just don't cast him in something like that. Well, this is a... this is a Going back to marketing, this is... A, first of all, I don't agree. I thought he was great. <laughs> Not like amazing because he didn't have enough time to be amazing. No. Uh, very, very few actors can be amazing in such a small amount of time. I think the only one who's ever done that, at least that I've seen, is uh, Michael Shannon in uh, Revolutionary Road. He's in two scenes, and he steals the entire movie. <laughs> okay. uh, but anyway, um, I thought he was fucking great. Um, same thing with Nicole Kidman. Same thing with everyone in this movie. Because that they fully committed to the characters... They were, they were, they were, maybe not Anna Taylor-Joy, but she was still good. But also her role was a bit more subdued. Yeah. Um, except for the very end, I suppose. They all had that, that, uh, I, I've been talking a lot about it lately on my other podcast, Madness and the Method, where we talk about Nicolas Cage movies. And as we've now gone through, like, the first, 20 years of his career, we're seeing a pattern, we're starting to recognize stuff, um, and we're discovering things about him as a performer, more than an actor, um, and I, that, that he, like, fully, like, 110% commits to the character and brings his energy to it. And I thought, in this movie, in The Northman, especially Ethan Hawke, actually, because of what little time he had, um, he fully committed to the part of King Aurvandil. Sure. Um, sure. Just fucking, I mean, how many? How many times have you seen? I guess he's not a big Hollywood star anymore, but he, you know, it's Ethan Hawke. Um, yeah. How often do you just see them uh, strip down into a loincloth, run around and bark like dogs, and that, like that around scene, a fire? Like he that scene 100% was hundred percent committed to it. It's it's the rest of it. That scene was. Perfect. That's most of what he does in the movie. Sure, but like the other big scene and his death scene. But the death scene didn't—I didn't like it. It didn't feel convincing to me. I don't know. Anyway, and also Nicole Kidman, same thing there. I just—I don't know. It felt like whenever she had the chance, she would either try to outplay everyone else. Well, she's Nicole Kidman. Yeah, that (laughs) she has a little bit of that. She shouldn't. She shouldn't. In not in that role. But she felt like she was trying... It felt like she was trying to steal the spotlight, basically. And it's like, but that ruins it to me. Because you're the queen. You're specifically 
if I remember correctly, that Viking queen should have been a little, a little bit more subdued because she was supposed to be English, and they usually try to take a step back when they're in the Viking lands. Well, yeah, but that was the whole, that was the whole part of her character. Like she, she like from the start, long before we knew it, she was like scheming and she was conniving and she was sure. deceitful. It was part of her character. She we was, didn't know that. She so was speaking of like themes of vengeance. She had been plotting revenge for like years. Spoilers, yeah. I guess. Well, <laughs> in not the spoiler really. cast. Again, the story is pretty straightforward, similar to everything you've ever seen regarding Hamlet. So yeah, well, honestly, I've never f- completely watched or read Hamlet, so I didn't know all the beats. I knew the basic plot, and. Uh, I, I could tell, you know, the the classic revenge plot, the classic yeah. hero's journey plot, but I I don't know. Is that what happens in in Hamlet? Uh, the the versions I've seen, yes. Okay. But I don't know if that's one hundred percent the Hamlet thing or if it's just the Hamlet thing. <laughs> you know. The the original, uh, what like it says it's. It's not an Icelandic Edda or saga from the beginning. The the oldest version is actually like a uh it's I don't remember who wrote it, but there's a there's a Latin uh story by someone called Saxo who wrote down the Yeah, story but he's of, Danish. He's Danish. Oh, okay, yeah. he's Danish. Um the story is very different because I read up on the the original quote-unquote story about Amleth or Ambuluth or whatever they called him back then. I think Amled Almost. Yeah, the something TH like that. isn't a thing. No, it's not really. Well, sort of. Um, and the story is very different. It's Thor it's and it's not uh, Thor. Because <laughs> yeah, it's um, because it, it's it's a story told before we had the classic hero's journey. Yes, stories before stories before that formula are very different from how we tell stories nowadays. Um, yes, it would actually be fun to watch a movie just fully commit to an old story like that. Oh, you'd have it would be, magical creatures and things that people are just making well, up. <laughs> well, not not just that, but that there's not like oh, the the hero dies halfway through the story, and then it's about his mom trying yeah. to fix up his incestuous sister with the king of England, and you don't go wait, 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 what? Stuff yeah. like that. Um, it's kind of like honestly, the closest we have nowadays, I guess, would be Game of Thrones, because yeah. it's never what you quite expect. Everyone dies. Everyone's an asshole. <laughs> Even the good <laughs> guys don't are really kind of bad. Keep track of where you're going because everyone's all over the place. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But this, however, they streamlined it and just made it into yes. a straight-up hero's journey and classic revenge tale. Um, I guess to say what I yeah, thought so, about it. Yeah. What did you think? What, did, what? First off, what were your expectations? Like you asked me. <sighs> My expectations were pretty high. First of all, because I like Robert Eggers as a director. Um, I think he's very... He has definitely has a style. Um, and he's done two very good movies before this. Uh, yeah, and now he, he was he like getting into m- more like blockbuster territory almost. Right. He only did The Witch and The Lighthouse before this. And then just a couple of shorts. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Um, so I was excited for that. But then I heard people... 
because and I I erroneously thought this was an A twenty four production, which it is not. Oh yeah, he's worked with A twenty four both times before, but this wasn't. I understand now why, but um, <laughs> yes, I didn't think of it at first. Um, but people were. I saw someone on Twitter like a couple of days before we were gonna see it. Someone was like, "Oh, it's like a mix of the Gladiator and uh, the Green Knight." And I was like, "Oh, fuck!" Because they were set. The the trailers were selling it as the classic revenge tale. Yeah. But I was like, "Oh no, they're gonna deconstruct it and and like uh, view it through this modern lens, and it's gonna be all like bullshit and like, disrespect the the source material, so to speak." I guess there is a couple of like similarities to the Green Knight with some visuals, but that's visuals, about it. yes, but thematically, <laughs> no, no, not at all. No, visually, that's yeah, that's the only thing. It took the visuals from the Green Knight, not took, but it, it's no, similar. Yeah. Um, but having seen it now, I am elated. I thought it was <laughs> fucking amazing. Um, I uh, I'm not sure. If it's like a, a five a, a five out of five or a four and a half out of five, I'm I'm for at first I gave it four and a half because like I can't give it a five, but then later last night I was like no it's a five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't really choose. Um, I don't know if this is the best movie I've seen all year, or you know if it's just below that. I it's but it was I can tell you this it I loved every second of it. Every moment of it. I, this movie is a little bit more up your alley than mine, though. Yes, yes. This is Conan the Barbarian North Very style. much Conan the Barbarian, <laughs> which we'll talk more about in our patron episode on Monday. Yes. Check that out. Yeah. Rebecca's watching Conan the Barbarian for the first time. No, I've seen it. Oh, you have? Yeah, you've you've made me watch it. Yeah, but well, that must have been a long time ago. <laughs> yes, but more on that on more Monday. Than yes. Um... In general, this movie is a good movie, obviously. Like, you yeah. can't deny that. It's the vi- the visually visuals. striking. When you look up some of the technical aspects of how they made the movie, it adds, obviously, points. Because apparently there was only, like, one main camera. Yeah. Or, like, one camera at all, probably. Well, they had one, yeah, one... Um, I mean, there's always... They didn't have, be- uh, they didn't have like, a uh, second unit filming stuff. No. Robert Eggers shot everything with his uh, uh, yeah. director of cinematography. So like th- there's there's craft behind this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um and I mean the lighting is fantastic, the authenticity in the music cuz they only used proper Norse um uh, instruments. Yeah. And the singing that they added also fantastic. Um the elements of the movie obviously very very true to historically, I think. From what I know, at least. Yeah, from what I know and what I've read a little bit, it's pretty accurate. Um, yeah. Which is, that's a thing with Robert Eggers. He likes things to be accurate. Um, and I mean, apparently they had, both him and Skarsgård have had this idea for like 10 years. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> sort Alex- of separately, but also together. Yeah, Alexander Skarsgård has like he's he's wanted to make a viking movie for a very very long time like 20 years or something um but he never had like a script or anything or an idea just that he wanted to be a viking in a movie you know Um, yeah i I guess guess that's why he didn't really satisfy that hunger yeah (laughs) yeah but he's still not a viking he's just you know he's a a viking an old vampire (laughs) yeah who's been living in the modern ages for too long yeah 
Um, and then Robert Eggers had plans on doing a version of this story. Yeah. Basically. And then it's like, let's let's mash the two together. And they made this. Yes. And we should add that they uh, incorporated the writer, uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name, the same dude who wrote Lamb. I'm pretty sure it's Huen. Just Huen. Yeah, okay. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, like Lake. Lake. <laughs> like yeah. Lake. Um, so, yeah, because he's, yes. he's a, like, He's Icelandic. He's Icelandic, and he's uh, he's more well-known there. He's like an yeah. author and poet, and I guess a bit of a musician as well. Um, and they also utilized uh, a couple of historians and, uh, like, properly taught people about this stuff. They, they ch- fact-checked stuff yeah. with people who are actually studying this. So yeah. the well, authenticity that- felt pretty good, actually. Yeah, and like I said, that's what Robert Eggers does because um, he he's very uh, uh, he's he's very careful with with the, doing a lot of uh, uh, research um, and like getting himself like <laughs> uh, involved in in like the history and everything because that's the only way he he mentioned somewhere that that's the that's the only way he can tell the story as authentically as possible. Because yeah. he he hasn't lived it, of course. Like any of his movies, he he was he was born in the eighties, I think. Yeah, <laughs> something so, like that. Yeah, um, he couldn't have lived during the uh, you know the Puritan times in the Witch or or, or the Viking era of, of of Iceland and the the Nordic countries. But as much as he can, he will like take part in that culture so that he can accurately depict it then later. Yeah, which is which makes sense. It makes it makes Definitely. sense, and it's, it's nice to to have a um, a director uh, actually give a damn about the subject matter, and not just yeah. like I'm gonna make Put this my own thing. Like, no thoughts into it. <laughs> I mean, it is his own thing, but it's also um, he, he's also he's staying being true, faithful. yeah, true yeah. to the to the material, which is another thing where I think this, the, comparing this to the Green Knight, only works on a visual level. Because what, ah, I forget his name, the director of The Green Knight did was that he took an old story, an old chivalrous romance, um, a story about heroism, uh, you know, bravery, and, and a little bit of it just, like, fun entertainment. Sure. And turn it into this, like, um, this dissertation on toxic masculinity and, and uh, like, colonialism. It's like, yeah. David are- Lowry, by the way. Thank you, David Lowry. And like we said in that episode, which you can check out, it's a free episode, it's on all the platforms, um, those are important things to talk about, sure, but to take something that is so specifically about uh, heroism and, you know, brave knights and flip it on its head and, like, do yeah. the anti-thing of that feels very It's kind of the wrong setting. <laughs> it's definitely the wrong setting. And it's, um, I, I think it's disrespectful to the source material. Yeah. Robert Eggers, on the, uh, Eggers, Eggers, on the other hand, he wanted to make a story about Vikings. Um, and there are a lot of, <laughs> I don't like that word, but there's a lot of problematic aspects about Viking culture. Oh, hell yes. <laughs> you know, the, the the pillaging, the slavery, you know, the... Vikings were the worst. Yeah. <laughs> we paint them as these awesome warriors and all listen, the, like, listen. series and movies that are made. They're fucking bastards, though. Well... A lot of them. 
I am I I'm torn because I especially because how 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 brilliantly they introduce those problematic aspects of Viking culture in this movie. I thought it was just like oh, it's well we'll talk about that later. But I gotta say you know I. I, those were the times to start with, uh, sh- you know. Like, sure, sure. Um, and I, I also think that there's this, uh, which, which, like, that, that, that is my, 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 my right wing political side coming up a little bit. That you know, the whole might makes right. I know that's not a thing we usually talk about today, but it's something <laughs> that I, um, I, I, I think there's something to it to a degree. I don't want to talk about politics, but I'm just like why I'm fascinated by this and why I thought it was so uh, wonderful that they depicted this in the movie. Uh, like, 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 we, 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 as, 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 like, as, as a society, we, we, we didn't like we. If we wanted something, we took it. Well, yeah. And like you can stop us definitely because like, what we're doing is wrong. We're taking it, and they knew what they were doing was wrong. I mean, yeah, not, not the, like oh, we're doing something wrong, but like, yeah, we're stealing. Stealing was a thing back then. Like, but I want it, so yeah. But it's also, <laughs> but then there's also this like, which is part of that p- part of like the the warrior culture. Like, if they then when they're doing these wrong things, stealing, raping, pillaging, burning, killing are defeated by a strong by someone who's stronger if the people they're attacking turns out to defeat them they respect that well yeah that's the whole thing that's why the going to valhall is the most like honorable thing to do like die in battle yeah because it's it's the the, the perfect way to like test your metal yeah not metal metal i mean yeah uh the- and I I think that is a very fascinating way to live your life. Sure. I'm just saying, Vi- the the things that Vikings did are obviously bad, like yes. you said. Yeah. But they're not worse than anyone else, because at least they, they own <laughs> yeah. up to it. And yeah. then we had Christians coming in and saying, no, 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 we're just doing God's work, doing yeah. the same shit, and then blaming it on someone else. So exactly, they did this. Yeah, let's. We're not going to get into no, all no, I'm that, just, but because you know, that's like, like the progress progression you see. Because you have Vikings, and then they got like Christian. They, they got converted. Christian. Yeah. They got we, converted. We kinda... That's when that shit kind of went ha- went down. So I'm just yeah. And I mean historically, every 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 culture is in a way is barbaric and brutal, especially yeah. back then. Yeah. It's just that we. Like some people decided to hide it better, as you know, Christians did. Yeah, someone. Some people decided to blame on someone else or just have yeah. a very like elaborate explanation to try and justify it while Vikings are saying, Well, we wanna and if we fail then cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's why I've always appreciated like yeah, Vi- Vikings. At least they're honest. The, yeah, the, the yeah, the barbaric tribes of like northern Europe, yeah. uh, Saxons, uh, even like uh, um uh, uh to bring up another great movie which is kind of resembled in a bit um the um fuck what are they called the guys in 300 they're not greeks they're uh, um spartans spartans yes yeah there's they're, they're, the, these very like we just want to kill to die to these, basically you know they may be assholes but at least they're honest about it yeah they're not like oh god is good and everything but no we no we want to kill entire nations and rape children but god is good no 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 no, no. we kill to die <laughs> exactly yeah um, um that, that's why I'm, I'm and, and 
because it's part of like our country's culture, especially like Viking culture. Yeah. Well, going uh, back to the Northmen, then. Yes. Specifically, the parts in uh, like. Obviously, this is a spoiler cast. I'm going to spoil certain things. It's not specific details. Just warning. Yeah, I think um, we're gonna we're gonna talk spoilers all throughout the episode. Yeah, but I mean, we're not probably even the ending is pretty obvious. But, yeah, you know. But I'm thinking a specific time when we've seen Amlet, Amlet or whatever. He's grown up now. Yes, he's uh, Bjornulv by now. Yes, he goes by Beowulf, and he's joined a Rus. Tri- group of people, yeah, and, I think. Yeah, uh, and, you know, where Russia is now, yeah. Yeah. And they're they're in, like, the Baltics. Yeah. Going after people and burning villages just because. That whole fucking part, amazing. It's the one you've seen in the trailers when he when yeah. they, they scale a wall. He grabs the spear out of the air and throws it back Fuck. at the guy. I need to know, was that, like, how many takes did that take, or is that CGI? I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's CJ. That's too dangerous Fuck. to do in in no, real life. No, but like life. just a stake. It doesn't that, like the spear part doesn't have to be real. But like a stake, did they throw a stake and he had to catch I, it in midair? I don't think so. It might have been. Uh, but been what I did find out is that is actually from um, uh, a saga <laughs> about which, a dude catching a spear and throwing it back. That specific moment is from a saga, so awesome. it could have been real. We're not sure, but it could have been real. <laughs> in the movie, though, I don't think it is. But yeah. It's that whole that it, whole uh, uh, sequence when they when they're yeah. attacking the village, yeah. Because that's shot. That's a for a part of it at least. That's one long shot, right? It's supposed to be one long shot, but I I notice at least one. Yeah, I mean cut. they can't do the entire thing because it's it's kind of long and you kind of get over obstacles and shit. Maybe you need to cut at yeah. some point, but yeah, but it's portrayed as one a long lot of shot. It's... And it is very elaborate. Oh yes, and very. Very, very well made and very cool. I mean, that's the kind of thing I imagined this movie would be all throughout, basically. Yeah. And I hoped it would be, but it's not really. And that's... I knew... Since it was Robert Eggers, um, I knew it wouldn't be that all the way through because he's not an action director. He wouldn't do just no. a straight-up action movie. Um, He likes to tell stories. And, I mean, you can tell no, stories in like- action movies, but, you know... I would have been fine with like a couple more of those berserker scenes. Maybe not just them killing, but being berserk. Like even after the actual fight is over and they're all just sitting there like fucking dogs panting. No. Just that. Yeah. Well, okay, we or gotta... the the prequel, the prequel, the the scene before that when they're like turning each other on by jumping around and dancing and shit. Yeah, they're psych- turning each other on. They're psyching <laughs> themselves up. <laughs> I mean, they look kind of... I don't know. It's it's animalistic. Yeah, we, well, <laughs> we, should, we should talk about that as well. This is the best portrayal of uh, a, a Berserker Rage I've oh, ever yes. seen. Because that was like Berserker Rage, something you hear in like, role-playing games and stuff. But Bashatikar, Berserkers, were a real thing. Uh, both yes. in Viking culture and I'm pretty sure in like you know the barbarian tribes, yeah, um, in the rest of Europe, where you literally had like these basically wild, wild people that they rev they they revved up and, and kept them like drunk and fed them you know hallucinogenic drugs to keep them as insane as possible, and then you just they- unleashed them first. 
to like take out <laughs> take out the, the main defenses of whatever you're attacking and then you run in with your guys with pikes and bows and whatever you know literally These, like, releasing the hounds yes the rele- yes they were I mean, they were portrayed they they were um they were like taught to believe they were animals like they, they had the animal spirits the, the wolves the, yeah <laughs> beyond the, the bear wolves inside yeah. them yeah and the scene where the, yeah where they're like prepping for the battle like psyching themselves up just jumping around like just screaming like at the top of their lungs just uh they literally look like bears walking on two legs yeah and then them just running towards the 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 wall it is it was just insane um that they like beautiful in a way yeah, yeah yes it is kind of it's it's very scary, it's... but also beautiful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that's also when we get the first like proper reveal of Alexander Skarsgård's physique in this movie. And yes. My God. I remember when he, he did that Tarson hard movie. For that. Yeah. I remember <laughs> oh, yeah, when he did yeah. the Tarson movie a few years ago, where he got he got gut as fuck. Yeah. And this was like one step above that. Well, yeah, because for Tarson he was kind of lean but muscular. I kind of big, you know, yeah, but you know. But this was like his. this was just bulking. Yes, and he and was I also. Big. I I never really thought about that, but he's tall. He's like six oh, yeah. three, which is like he's almost so two tall. meters. And they really emphasize in this in uh, that in this movie. He's some people, huge. some people look like children next to him. Yeah, I mean, when he and Anna Taylor Joy are like too close to each other. <laughs> Her, she dis- his hand covers like her entire torso. Yeah, he's such big hands. He's um, ginormous compared to her. Or the scene where they're playing the the kind of cricket looking game, oh, yeah, yeah. which I've never heard of actually. Knackyball. Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah. It's it's yeah, it's it's cricket and lacrosse basically combined. Yes, the the game and the big the big brute on the other team. Oh yeah, is uh, the uh, Icelandic uh, like um, strongman guy who was he was in Game of Thrones? Oh, he's the mountain What's or called? the hound or something. Yeah, exactly. He played uh, the mountain. Um, Haft Haftor Bjornsson, I think his name is something like that. Yeah, um, and he's a huge guy. Yeah, Haftor Julius Bjornsson. Yeah. Um, he's huge. He's massive. But when they started like uh, just like beating each other up, other than him being a little uh, broader because he has that strong man physique, they were basically the same size. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit! I didn't know Alexander Skarsgård was that big, but he was. Yeah. And he, that which That's... helps to sell the whole berserk, you know. Thing. Yes. He definitely he had the physique. Well, that's why he got cast as as the Northman in in uh, uh, True Blood as well, because he is large as a Viking. Big and hulking, yeah, yeah. I've never thought. Of, is... I mean, I haven't seen him in that many things, so I never thought of it. No, but he's now that I think enormous about it... compared to a lot of. I mean, all of the Scarscore family—they're pretty tall, all of them. Yeah, I guess they are. He's he's a step taller. Yeah, he <laughs> a is bit right taller. I've only I've seen Stellan Scarscore in real life. Uh, he was walking. He's... I was, he was I was sitting at a bar and he was walking past. It was uh, well, it's called Uta Servering. So he yeah, walked right past. Sitting us, outside, like, you know. And we were like, "That's that's Stella." <laughs> and he he was he was he wasn't short, but he wasn't like tall. No. But I mean, like he's he's I think he's average or slightly above average in Sweden. 
I guess. And I think yeah. our average is kind relatively tall. Yeah, we're like, like five nine, five ten average. Yeah, I would say. Anyway, uh, we're talking about yeah his physique, like how yeah how he embodied it. Yes, um, he is Viking. <laughs> yeah, um, I do. I gotta say though, he got he had a little. If we're talking about the physique, uh, he had a little too much of the Hollywood muscle. He was very yes. ripped. While it a lot of the other, more... a lot of the other actors had, they had a little more like realistic physique. There was a bit more body fat, you know, but they were still like big hulking. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it's that's 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 he's half also the, of the star promotion. of the show. Yeah, like they're selling it on his abs. Like that picture of him standing in the middle of that raid. Like, come on, yeah, that's how you sell the movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that that is also one of the few images we have of him literally just flexing his abs. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Because other than that, he is wearing a shirt for most of the movie. <laughs> yeah. 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 Until... You just see like his big ass shoulders and um, what his, are they called? Uh, traps? His traps. Yeah. God damn. God. That's why he's Did walking realize... like this. Yeah, he was like crooked after a while in the movie because he's yeah. like focusing too much on the sword on one hand or something. <laughs> Um, yeah. Uh, I'm, now I'm just thinking of Alexander Skarsgård's brother shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it let you, okay. speaking of the promotion, the promotion yes. stills, the, the 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 trailers and everything, um, and how they sold this movie. I, I poked a little fun at the whole visionary director quote. That's like, yeah, it, it's in every like synopsis of the movie it starts with from visionary director it's even on imdb yeah exactly and it's <laughs> in the trailer they usually and add that bit no um and i can understand why because before this what we said he had done the witch and he had done the lighthouse both yes very low budget movies i mean both millions of dollars but not a lot of striking of dollars. yeah not just that not just that um and it's produced by a smaller uh production company a24 Right. So when he had the idea for this movie, um, like the the budget at first was going to be like sixty million dollars, and that even though they have had a lot of success, that's just not something they can spend on one movie, obviously. So they had help from New Regency, which he had partly worked with on the Lighthouse, I think, um, where they had like stepped in to to add some money or something, something or distributed or something, um. But then this, this, you know, this was his first, like, studio, like, proper Hollywood studio movie, because Universal got involved. Um, and even though it has, you know, a lot of stars, and it is a pretty straightforward action movie, because, you know, it's not uh, an established IP, it's not based on any book or anything, it's just, like, it's a new movie... By this guy that most people haven't heard of. Like, Robert Eggers no. is not a household name. It's like film Twitter name. Exactly. Um, and they spent this much money on it. They had to, like, really sell it in order to, like, make the money back. And that's why they're going hard on uh, Ethan Hawke. Uh, uh, Nicole Anna Kidman. Joy. Yeah, yeah, but more, not even more. The older actors. She's I still suppose, young, yeah. you know. And once again, not super in the mainstream yet. I mean, she's becoming a bit of a yeah, but she's not. Hot name she's not Nicole Kidman. She's not no, Ethan Hawke. She's not Alexander Skarsgård. 
Uh, so they're really no, selling true. them hard. And then, you know, uh, the general audience won't, like, take to all the weird, hallucinogenic, like, uh, trippy <laughs> shit in the movie. So what do they show? They show the first Berserker raid. Yeah. They, they show the scenes where uh, where uh, the village gets uh, overtaken, the, where, where his king, his father gets murdered. They show those yeah. parts, because that's what you sell the movie the, on. The war scenes, Yeah, so exactly, the action. And then you, since since his name is not known, but he has done two very visually distinct and visually stunning movies before this, yeah. they add that visionary to his name. Just like people like, oh, he's a visionary. I gotta go see this. You know, it's yeah, it's all marketing jargon. But having seen the movie, they didn't lie. I mean, it his, is visually his, his, very striking. It's <laughs> very yes, it's a very beautiful movie, and not just you know the cinematography, but like, like all the set design, all the costumes, um, all the the, the visuals, like uh, you know the whole. Yeah, you have the. The, the fires lighting up the entire screen instead of like having yeah, or like lights that, everywhere. Yeah, and you know, the the volcano, the gates of hell, yeah. the, the the Valkyrie taking you up to Valhull, <sighs> as they say, not Valhall. I don't know why they picked Valhull. Uh, it's an Icelandic pronunciation, I ah, suppose. Ah, okay, okay. That makes sense. I um, did not like, though, how they switched out the poster. Because the original poster is him standing on the cliff. You only see his and silhouette. You see the, yeah, you see the the village in the across the the, the water, right? No, you see boats, I think. Or okay. is it a different one? I Whatever. Where he's standing on a cliff, there's water, and then there's uh, the village, and yeah, there's boats on the water, but... Yeah, whatever. He's standing on this cliff on the side. Yeah. That's the first poster I saw. But he's then just did... a tiny little figure in the corner, basically. Yeah. Then they switched it to when he's standing on like a cliff, looking like a fucking little mermaid, and <laughs> having boats all behind him and water splashing and, oh, and that one. ravens yeah, flying. Yeah. And then they switched it again to the classic, you know, having all the characters kind of piled yeah, up. Yeah, it's just you and know, in the Photoshop foreground faces. you have, uh... yeah, you have the fi- fire and and boats in the foreground. Yeah, because they're selling the faces of the actors. They're selling yeah. the stars. Adding a hint of his abs because you can tell he's shirtless in that picture. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I yeah, like that, that the original poster more... yes. because it's it gives you more of a an epicness. To yes, it. and it's, it sells well, the vision of the movie. Yeah, while well, the 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 new one, the one they used, is more like yeah, it looks like all the other posters we've seen ever. Yeah, and there's also another mainstream thing you can tell. It has the uh, I don't know the exact nuances but it's the blue and orange or I guess yes. it's kind of grayish bluish orange yes because those are the two most like uh, there's, there's something about that because you see that in a lot of it movies, has especially like 10 them. years ago it's um, they're the most like attention grabbing colors when mixed together or something like that yeah and also they're, they're, they're different enough to make a uh, a, a striking just just I can't say that word juxtaposition no, yeah yeah but also, they kind of melt together in a good way somehow. Yeah, that's why you saw it in every same poster with, ten years ago. Same with red and blue. Yeah, yeah, well, They're yeah. Very, it's the same, just different nuances of it. Yeah, it's very striking. Yeah, and it works. Obviously. It works, but it's also, also like they, all his posters in his earlier movies were just shades of gray. Yeah. And now, like, no, no, we gotta sell this. So we're gonna put some. They add a little bit of yellow. Poster. A little bit of yellow, <laughs> and also like the 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 kind of ugly thing like they put him as the main character but he's in the background yeah and then they have the girls 
in the middle, straightforward, because you're supposed to focus on the girls kind of thing, and then you add the cool kings on the side and a little bit of the, the weird stuff, just tiny in, yeah. in the sidelines kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, it's classic, classic mainstream like poster. Yeah. Um, but like we said, his vision was not compromised. And that's no. something he talked about. Not this... in the movie, at least. Oh, yeah, exactly. And And he actually talked about this in a couple of interviews I read, that even though this was the first time where the studio literally said to him, like, we're going to cut this. Like, he didn't have final cut. No, um, I heard he that, like, the first test audience, they were like, I, we don't get it. Yeah. And, like, based on, like, one comment that, oh, it's too, it's too confusing in the beginning. They, like, wanted him to cut down the beginning. Yeah. However, he I mean, has said, which, once again, we can't know for sure that it's not him having, like, talking points by the studio. But he has said that, yes... Uh, they had final cut, but the movie that they ended up with is one that he like. He can, he was satisfied. It was a movie it. he wanted. Like, yeah, they actually gave him good pointers, and he was like, "Makes sense." And then he changed it, you know. Yeah. So, and hopefully that is actually it, and he's not just being told to say that. Um, but uh, from the looks of it, it definitely feels like his kind of movie. Sure. Um. But you mentioned that you wanted a little more scenes in the beginning, like kind of setting the characters. That's probably what they cut out a little bit yeah, to get to probably. the action a little quicker. Because, uh, like we said, the beginning was too slow. They didn't yeah. really make sense. Um, and the two characters that I liked the least didn't get enough screen time to show us who they are. Yeah. Which is the king and the queen in the beginning. Yeah. I, I, that's why I don't like them, probably. And also, yeah. And also, why? What I said before. Yeah. Um, so that that sounds that sounds time. like that was something that happened that they cut out some character develop or character yeah. um set setting in the beginning like setting yeah. up the characters a little bit because we get a lot of time with uh the the, the main character I forgot his name Amleth Amleth Bjornul uh, obviously yeah I mean he's the main character we follow him from a kid which is he's kind of a wimp in the beginning sort of but he does what he's supposed to and then you know he's he's supposed to run away he does cut the nose of a guy to defend himself but you know you feel like you as a viking kid you would have just run into battle and screaming but well not no because he he wasn't bred to be a warrior he was bred to be a king king. yeah it's different true um Um, they, they do the whole the whole speech when arvandil talks to Shit, what's Nicole Kidman's character's name? Uh, uh whatever, Nicole Kidman. Um, they talk about him not being ready yet because he had he haven't gone through the ritual and you know, uh, yeah. he's too young. And they even say Gudrun. that well, her name is Gudrun. Oh, they barely mention But they never that. call her that. No, they call really. her the queen. I think just call her right. the queen. Yeah. Um they even though mention that, yeah, my grandfather took over the throne when he went when he was uh in Amleth's age. And yeah, she's like but he, Yeah, but he had to defeat his uncle to get the throne. I was like, Oh because yeah. <laughs> that's literally shadowing. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, he he was not old enough to be like a fierce no. warrior yet. No, I suppose it wouldn't make sense. No, I mean even but, Conan starts with that. He's too young to fight back. Yeah, he, he doesn't know how to. We could have still had a little bit more because it feels like it's a day that happens, and then all of a sudden we cut it, to. It is a day, basically. Yeah, they arrive in a day. <laughs> there is a night. They in the morning they go to do the ritual. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then, and, yeah, it feels a little. They cut to many years later, or a yeah. few years later, or whatever he says. S- uh, years later, just says. years later, right? <laughs> just years. Just about, later. I think it's supposed to be like twenty or something like that. Yeah, um, yeah, because you can kind of, um, you kind of tell it by one character who is a baby. Yeah. In that beginning, and then is a young adult, I yeah, suppose. Exactly. Turir, 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 turir. Yeah. I think. Um. <laughs> Also played by a Swedish person, by the way. Yes. Where did I recognize him from? Because I recognized uh, the name, but I couldn't place him in a movie or TV show or anything. He's, I think, the one people might know him most from is Queen of Hearts. Well, I haven't seen that, but okay. I honestly just knew he was Swedish because I heard it somewhere. I haven't seen him in anything. Maybe I've just seen pictures of him. I don't know. Whatever. Um... Yeah, he plays. He's been the- in a few Maria Van things as well. Oh, okay, so I've probably seen pictures of him. You know. Yeah. Um, where were we? Right. So, so yeah, the the opening feels a little short. It does. Yes. Um, but I also think that's it. It works that like like as, like the second they leave the ritual where he turn where he becomes a man, so he's ready to become a king later. The king dies so that he can take over. Or not not that he's going to take over. But you know what I mean. Like, like, now you're ready. Okay, now we're going to kill your dad so you can start your revenge journey. But it also works because they're in that hut for... We don't know how long they're in there. No, that's true. Because they start tripping. Um, And also... And and it's a perfect... Sorry. It's a a perfect uh, opportunity for um, his brother, the king's brother, Fjolnir... Um, to actually ambush the the village when the king is not there, so yeah. I mean it works, you know. Yeah, and it also works because that's all the motivation our main character needs for the rest of the movie. Yeah, really, he doesn't need to have a. He, we don't need to see how strong of a bond him and his father has, or him and his mother has. No, we know. We that just need to know that you know that bastard killed my dad. Yeah. I'm gonna revenge him. I will avenge, avenge you, father. Him. I will save you, mother. I will kill you, Fjolnir. That's that's yeah. literally the mantra in the trailer and in the movie. Yeah, and Which that's all we need for a main character. Yeah, really. Because yeah. then we follow along. Someone called this movie a coming of age story. I was like, nah, uh, nah, I wouldn't call it that. Uh, there are aspects of it, definitely, because sure, but it kind of changes from a revenge story um, to more of a love story towards the end. Um, sure. This is definitely a story. But revenge is still the main thing. It, it, yes, it is the main thing up until the end when it's he's no longer fighting for revenge. No, that's true. Um, which I think is if you if you want to once again take something where they kind of uh, uh, make the character a bit more complex is that he realizes you know that hate begets hate, revenge begets yeah. revenge, and instead it's better to fight for something else. Which he does, and he does. In the end. yeah. In the Even end, though it's exactly, but he he still ends up doing exactly what the, well, yeah. the prophecy was, though. Which they also perfectly like once again not saying that like oh violence is wrong and he like if this was made by David Lowry he would have just left in the end with with uh, Anya Taylor Joy's character. Yeah. But since this is a revenge <laughs> story and that's not the Viking way, Robert Egger said, "Why not do both?" Just like the character says, I can do both. Yeah. So he protects his 
new family and get revenge for the death of his father in the same yeah. uh, in the same stroke, you know, which is yeah. perfect. Which so in the end he is not just this like like revenge hate machine. No, um, he has something else to fight for, but he's still that angry, fucking rage filled monster that he was in the beginning. But he's just well, he's yeah. um, just pointing it in a better direction. Basically, yes. Um, which I really found admirable as well. Like, don't don't just like don't just say oh violence is bad. No, we we talked about this. Um, it was another patron episode when we we very briefly yeah we very briefly talked about the slap. You know. The oh yeah, slap. the the Oscars follow up. Yeah, <laughs> where you know, I we I suppose, but I specifically like said we don't condone violence other than. To protect yourself, because yes. violence has a place in society, and this is a perfect opportunity to use violence to protect your family. Yeah, uh, especially in a setting like this, you know. Yeah, speaking of the ending, because that is literally what he does. If he does not finish his revenge, the person will come after his family. Exactly. He he now he has something else to fight for. His yeah, family. he's yeah. not just killing him for revenge. Now he's killing him to protect his family. Yeah. in the future. But also speaking of the end. That final battle scene. Oh, that's the one I I my God. mentioned. Looks a lot like something from Star Wars. <laughs> yes, yes, it's the fight between uh, Darth Vader and Obi Wan in uh, Revenge of the Sith because they're yeah, literally the... fighting on the side of a volcano. Yeah, or I guess in this they're like in the volcano. <laughs> Technically, yes. Yeah, um, which is another like I don't know if that's like specifically like part of the. Part of the hero's journey, but it is—it's an—it is a motif that comes back. The whole fighting on yeah. the side of a mountain slash volcano. Because um, it looks cool, though. <laughs> it looks so cool, and I mean, here are two giant men. Oh yes. Uh, dressed in nothing but a shield, literally nothing. Didn't they have like it, it looked like a kind of a loincloth or something? No, or maybe no. they were buck naked <laughs> and fighting. Two naked giant men fighting to the death in a volcano. I mean, yeah. that is the most heavy metal thing I have ever <laughs> seen in a movie. That is, that is. Um, um, I have. I don't know where I wrote it, but I think it's somewhere in a in a, in a video or in a letterbox review or something. There's this small subgenre of movies that I've dubbed muskelfilm. Which yeah. is not, it's not all, it's movies like 300 and Conan and this, but it's not you know, just muscle that. men. Yeah, but it's not, it's more like, like, it's movies about strength. It doesn't specifically have to be that, even though most of the movies are that. But this is a perfect representation of muscle film, muscle beauty. Yeah. Because uh, it's about strength, you know, will, force. And that yeah, is what even, that scene is. Like, it's I mean, even, even all how it force. literally ends... Because you have you have the whole oh the hero is almost beaten and then he comes back kind of thing, yeah. But that one comeback strike, I, can I spoil it? I mean, yeah, it's the spoiler cast. Yeah, go ahead. we're we're fifty five minutes in, so fuck yeah. it. <laughs> he literally beheads the dude while being stabbed through yeah. the chest. Yes, and since he dies with honor, he yes. fights for something like righteous and true, and he is. Technically, even though he wins and none of them win, but they're both bested by their their better, better. you know. Yeah, they're he, bested. <laughs> yeah, he goes to Valhall. The only the only other thing he really strived for, other than to be with Anya Taylor Joy in the end. Yeah, 
So I'm so I and I think that's very <sighs> bold also, to have like the warrior's death be the end instead of him like sorry pussying out and like no I'm gonna be with my family. Here he no, did no, no. the ultimate sacrifice. He sacrificed himself to protect his family, and that's what a yeah. goddamn warrior does. And it 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 opened up for not only the the lava fighting scene being very visually striking, but then cutting to the Valkyrie bringing him to Valhalla oh. with the blue and the 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 magic and the, oh my god, it looked beautiful. Yeah, the the Valkyrie is very nice. Yeah, Just, cool. like how how they're described. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how. That's what a what a Valkyrie is. Screw all the other versions. No, no, no. That's what a Valkyrie is. They're scary but beautiful, and they just oh my god, love yeah. her. That's what a Valkyrie is. Yeah, it's almost like a monster, but they're doing something nice. You know, they're bringing yeah. the fallen warriors to Valhalla. Also, like tiny details, like she has a swan on her helmet because they sometimes take the shape of a swan. Yeah. In mythology. Yeah. It's little details like that that just makes the movie so much better. I want to, before we like, because I feel like kind of, we're towards the end. We're wrapping things up. But I want to talk about the costumes more specifically. Sure. Because we have a few, I mean, you have a few basic tunics and, and just Cause that's what clothes, slaves whatever. or thralls yeah. wore. But then you have the wolf pelt oh, thing. Yeah. Beautiful. God, I love that. You have the Valkyrie's outfit. Which is just magical. And then you have the seer. Played by Björk. Yes. <laughs> Goddamn. It's very... That was... Yeah. I, she's supposed oh. to be Norn. Or I guess a seer. But she speaks a lot about the Norn. I'm oh, guessing yeah. she's actually one of the Norns. You know, the, the witches who spin the threads of destiny. They just call her seer because... Yeah. It's easier to yeah. explain, I suppose. But she mentions the Norns, and you know yeah. she spins threads just She's like they spinning. do. So, you know? yeah. And she is; she literally tells him of his destiny. So yeah. Um, well, she reminds him of his destiny. Oh, sure, yeah. Because he had that told to him from um, Willem Dafoe's oh, character right. in the, the beginning when the he's, he's he's going through the ritual. Yeah. Because I mean, that is also, I suppose, a depiction of the Norns. Sort of, you go through. A trial of becoming a man. They tell you things are going to happen in your life, kind of thing. Yeah, I guess. I, I actually but don't the, know too much about that, but yeah. But her costume, the the head piece with the the what's it called? Beta? What's it called? Tusk. Yeah, I suppose so. It looks very like it's it's something that some of these like depicting Vikings, they kind of stay away from because it looks a lot like Native Americans and you don't want to copy that too much. Yeah. But that's what it was. It kind of was the same. Yeah, they were like... Yeah, it's they were similar very, styles, like, but with but the Nordic it, materials. It was very... It's called ornate. They had a lot of yeah. like things you know, to make them look otherworldly because that's what it yeah. was supposed to be. Yeah. You know? But with, with Nordic materials. Yeah, instead a lot of, of bones and... Feathers we used, we used uh, flowers. Yeah, and flowers and bones and stuff, yeah. More of the 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 vikstriket. I can't fucking speak today. The 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 plant life. Yeah, the plant kingdom. You know stuff. Yeah. You know thin yeah. grows. <laughs> gorgeous, gorgeous, yeah. nice details. Fucking loved it. I just wanted to. I just wanted to mention that because if 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 this movie, because a lot of people, I I looked up a few reviews. 
Some people were just too pretentious about it. But yeah. some people, and some people are like, this movie is the best movie this year. Hands down, nothing's ever going to beat this. This should win an Oscar just because. <laughs> just because, well. Not sure about the win an Oscar just because. I'll give it like one of the visual ones and then definitely costume. Music. Oh yeah, music. Oh yes, music. <laughs> Please. Because um, that, that. The entire thing as an Oscar? No, it's not gonna happen. First of all, and yeah, <laughs> I don't know if it's nomination. Maybe I don't know if it's a winner. No, I, I'm won- not gonna say that this is the best movie this year. First of all, we're in the beginning of the year. Second what? of all, I think there are gonna be movies that will beat this. Listen, we're actually one quarter done with this year. We can't really sure. say we're in the beginning anymore. No, fine. We're a quarter through the year. <laughs> we have three more quarters though. Sure, sure, sure. Um. And and also like, I don't care. We we said this before, but like, I, don't, I don't care about the Oscars. But uh, no, know, but it, it's to use it as a measuring, make, yeah, yeah, a measuring stick. Like, make people understand the the yeah. Like we said in our patron <laughs> uh, patron exclusive episode uh, about the Oscars, they they won't pick a movie like this. No, not for they might give it like a. a, a Pity Best Picture nomination, like they did with uh, Mad Max a few years ago. Yeah. Um, but they're never gonna pick it, and it's not even though the the directing is impeccable. They're never gonna pick him for director, and they're not gonna pick the script. They're not gonna pick any of the actors, even though, even though, I I, I would say like Alexander Skarsgård going all in on being a a fucking like monster like. Pillaging murderer rapist. Like, we don't see him rape, but I mean, the person <laughs> no. did that. But he doesn't do it in the movie. Whatever. He, he's the obviously he's the hero, so we don't get to see him do yeah, that he's, heinous of a thing. He's, he's barely a hero in the movie, though. That's kind of, no, 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 but he, he is. just kills people. And he's anyway. Even like when they're burning the children, he hasn't touched anyone there. He's just standing there. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they, still, they can't they still show gotta, him doing. No, the bad they can't stuff. show him do that because we're supposed to. He's supposed to be the hero, but still, like. Yeah. To go all in, like you, that that scene when they're psyching each other up, and he's just he stops being human for a second. Oh and yeah, he's he's all rage, he's all animalistic rage. Uh, have you ever seen another actor do that to Not really. completely no. like forego any pretension of like looking cool or looking sexy uh, or just looking normal and just completely become that berserker? I've never seen that. No. Sure, it's only one scene, but I, I think it's indicative of his performance in the movie. Yes. Speaking of Nicolas Cage, he does that a lot. Um, <laughs> which is why he should have been nominated a lot more times than he has been. Um, but it's I, I think that it's very admirable as an actor to not just, you know, act, but to perform. Yeah. Let go of your insecurities and pretensions and stuff, you know. So, but no, like, honestly, movie... I would nominate him for that. Sure. I would. Maybe not win, you know, but at least nominate him if we're going to yeah. talk about the Oscars like that. For, um, I, I wholeheartedly think the technical aspects of this movie is the star, though. The, yeah, the visuals, the music, the the details. It's That's the main star for me. The l- fucking choice of landscape. 
of being on. Well, there I think they were on Ireland. Or yeah, something, which is kind of funny. Iceland. It, for it some looks reason. exactly like Iceland, but yeah. they shot almost all the movie in Ireland. <laughs> I suppose it's easier Similar. to get there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, partly that, and it's, I guess um, more space to film that is uninhabited. Yeah, I guess. Well, I don't know. Less animals in the way, something. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the CGI foxes, though, were kind of weird. Yeah, because they were completely CGI. I understand why, but... Yeah. I mean, they had dogs, and the dogs were normal. Yeah, but the the fox had to do specific things. Yeah, that's true. They had to howl with Alexander. (laughs) Yeah, and look up at him and, like, almost emote. So I can see why they went the CGI route. But they looked very CGI. I didn't like that. Yeah, yeah, for some scenes, yeah. They looked kind of like a <laughs> video game fox. <laughs> no, it wasn't that bad. It stuck out, but it wasn't that yeah. bad. I think it stuck, it stuck out, though, because there's so little other CGI in the movie. Yeah, I mean, there's at least that you like react to. Yeah, any CGI in this movie except for the foxes was so well made that I'm not sure there was any CGI. <laughs> like, I'm I'm pretty sure I haven't looked it up, but I'm pretty sure most of it is like background stuff, like yeah. changing the weather, like adding clouds and stuff like that. Sure, there's no like CGI. There's no like CGI monsters or no, you know, like big what? magical CGI things. There's Wait, none of that. It's it's in the background. They to enhance do... things. How did they do the Draugir? It was just a guy in a suit. Yeah, that looked very awesome though. That was It's just a big amazing. guy with a with a with a with a Skeletor mask on that they put I some suppose. dust on, you know. It's not, not nothing very else. Very cool though. Very cool. Yeah, he That scene as well. My god. Yes. Um that's the one where he is he is facing uh, facing his fears and fighting fighting the 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 dark side of himself, the the id. I don't yeah. remember. I think it's psychology. Id. I think it's, it's fighting his id. Yeah, it's a cl- classic thing in the hero's journey. It's also you know like they the 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 this year or whatever said stay in the path of the moonlight because you don't there's it's not very hospitable in the shadows. Exactly, and that's how he that. defeats he defeats stay in the yeah stay in the path of the light because he's he he can't defeat the uh, he can't defeat the beast in the darkness. He has to step into the light. Yeah. You know, he has to move towards the light. You know, yeah. away from anger and vengeance, and move towards love. Even That's though how he wins, uh, even though the magical sword he possesses only, only works, works in, in the dark. darkness. Yeah, you know. Ooh, also very nice. Yeah, and that that and also the 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 subtle hints like that. Uh, which is another thing he uh, Robert Eggers talked about in 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 uh, interviews that that. The, the the like the religion and the you know the mysticism is real it's not like oh you know we're gonna we're gonna like in like in Vikings you know the TV show where they're yeah they're all you know they're sacrificing people to to the gods and everything but you I haven't seen all the show but the only the only like kind of evidence we have that the gods are real in that show is in like the very first scene we see Odin walk on a battlefield and you see some Valkyries pick up uh, people like literally, I think the first or like second scene in the first episode. We do get we do get to see uh, Odin a few more times okay. throughout the seasons, but he only shows himself to um, Ragnar and her sons, who are 
Right. So devout and, my, and might as well just be, you know, worthy. visions that they're having because they're, yeah. you know, devout. Like Christians see God everywhere, you know. Basically. I mean, there's a couple of times where Odin tells them, well, towards the middle of the show, I suppose. Okay. Order for that one. Um, <laughs> Odin tells Ragnar's sons that, his, that he's dead. Oh, Literally. Okay. He tells, okay. I don't remember the kid's name. He, he like, uh, Odin, like, tells, yeah, Bjorn. Oh. Odin tells Bjorn. Your father's dead. Okay, okay. We don't see it, but he's like, oh, Odin just told me dad's dead. <laughs> but usually other times, you know, in in movies like this, you know, or me- medieval movies, where it's also, like, implied that it's, you know, yeah. it's a religion, not something that actually happens. Here, magic exists. Like, oh, magic is yes. part of it. The gods are part of it. Yeah. Um, And they're, they don't, like, try to, like, ooh, uh, like, is it or isn't? No. Magic is real because he literally cannot unsheath the sword because the sun came out. Yeah. The scene where he's about to kill yeah. Fjolnir, but the sword won't come out of the sheath. So then he climbs, up, also... on a, he climbs up on a roof and you see, ah, oh, because sunrise. Mm-hmm. That's also... The, that, that, that detail in the story with the whole path of the moonlight because the shadows are not hospitable. Uh. Hospitable? Yeah. yeah. Um... It has to do with him having to choose the better path. He can't just... I mean, he could. He could choose to kill him in the dark. Yeah. And be the ca- the coward and just run away. But always having to, like, hide in the dark for the rest of his life. and It, it won't be a nice place. Oh, yeah, exactly. Or he can choose to bring him into the light to the ga- gates of hell and kill him there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Mm. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, and even having the scene where Odin's ravens free him, yes, uh, from from when he, when he's captured, which is uh, there's a lot of stuff now that I know that this is partly based on like an old folk tale. Because um, watching this, I was like, man, they're borrowing a lot from Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> but I'm thinking maybe Conan the Barbarian borrowed that from the old Icelandic tale. Yes, probably. Because um, when when we're talking about Conan, there's going to be a lot of <laughs> A lot of similarities, um, uh, like visually and thematically, and like plot-wise, it's very close to Conan the Barbarian from time to time. Well, the story of Amlet is the basis of a lot of heroes' journeys. Yeah, yeah, it is, and a lot of revenge stories, I suppose. Yeah, so it makes sense, even if they're unwillingly referencing it because they think they're referencing Hamlet. Yeah, exactly. Which is, someone pointed that out, which for some reason I didn't think of. Move the age in Amleth, yeah. and it's Hamlet. Yeah. yeah. Someone said that that um, Shakespeare probably just copied someone else's homework. <laughs> yeah, probably. Since Amleth was the way to say it in old, ye old English times. So he would have just, I'll just move the age, and it's my yeah. character now. You know, Not that there's anything wrong with that, but you know. No, and there's no copyright back then. No, of course not. Specifically, not when not on folk tales. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, you can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. Well, I we could. I. I get. You know what? We could just go on talk about specific scenes. Yeah. Talk, talk about how. Uh. How I thought it was refreshing in a modern movie to depict women as deceitful and angry and like not like just the heroes of everything. Oh yes. But at the same time. You know, showing that you know it's it's uh, you know, women women are kind of mystical, which they were in 
biking culture. Oh yeah, women were the only ones who were allowed to practice magic. Yeah, they were the the yeah they were the magic practitioners. Yeah. But also that there is a, a woman that kind of calms him, makes him yeah. see see the light, so to speak. Both figuratively. Women and, are like the sea. Yeah, but it's also nice that not every woman was like that. That you know. No. Turns out the main bad guy was uh, well, depending on which way you look at it, the main bad guy could have been Arvandil and Amleth. But from our point of view, it was uh, the queen, Gudrun. Oh, yes. That had been scheming all these years. Um, and she was like, she was just, she, you know what she, she was? She was a bitch till the end. Yeah. And it's kind of <laughs> kind of funny now. I just thought of this now. Um, she is kind of, kind of uh, Amleth's counterpoint because she was, from day one when she was captured by Arvandil, it turns out she wasn't a princess. She was a slave that no. he married. Um, they just spun a story that she was a, an English princess. Exactly. Um, she was consumed by rage. Uh, or oh, cons- yeah. No, uh, vengeance. Well, rage too, yeah. but by vengeance. Um, which ultimately led to her like pointless death. Because from day one, she, she hated Arvandil, understandably. She, yeah, hate, obviously. Hated him enough, though, that she actually didn't love her son because the son was forced on her but I mean yeah. which is also understandable but it's still your own flesh and blood well, um, and someone she decided to raise for the next like 8 years or 10 years or whatever she didn't really have a choice though no no of course she not she didn't decide to raise Amleth but she then, had but then, to be there sure but then when when, when the, that that is revealed she like literally tries to uh, uh, to like deceive him by by coming on to him, oh yeah, which uh, weird, yeah, it was like, and he and of course since he's a fucking man, he's like, no, be gone, witch, and just stabs her <laughs> instead. <laughs> yeah, which is, um, I don't care if that's misogynist. That's fucking badass. <laughs> no, 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 that's not don't misogyny. Don't come here with your woman ways. <laughs> She's she fooled him to try and kill him though. Yeah. So yeah. it's self defense. Yeah. It's f- perfectly fine. She had if she c- could, she would have killed him before he was born. Yeah. But she couldn't. No. So that was self defense. He is okay to stab her. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> As she, a woman, she, I give him approval. She she set the whole <laughs> plot of of uh, Fjolnir killing Arvandil. She set the, all oh, that yeah. motion. Um. Which you know. From her perspective, because she could love a bastard, because a bastard would not uh, would love her as well, because they were as flawed, I suppose, or something. She said something like that. I don't remember exactly. Yeah, what she well, said. I think ultimately she just used Fjolnir as well. Eh, probably. Um, but she convinced him with that story. Yeah, and it, it's it also kind of funny then. Then, so from her perspective, and you know, this movie could have just turned out to be you know showing that uh, she was like she was in the rights. Uh, you know, uh, that that she did the right thing. You know what I mean? Like, in any yeah. other director's hands, it could have just become her story. Um, and, you know, it turned, it, in the end, Amleth just questions everything, and, you know. Um, but he, yes. here, uh, they, 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 I keep saying they, Robert Egger, since he is the writer <laughs> and director, yes, chose to, to, to not go the obvious way, still, still, even though her story is very tragic, still make her out to be uh, a villain, basically, a bad person. Well, yeah, like you said, it's kind of refreshing to see that point of view nowadays because 
most of the time you get you can't have a woman be the bad guy unless the hero is a woman as well oh. kind of thing yeah or even if she is the the bad guy she has a reason to be a bad guy yeah which kind of she kind has. of has yeah she has definitely but but um, not to this length yeah and and <laughs> she's going uh, a bit too far yeah and for amleth he's lived almost like 30 years um, his first ten years, he like he revered his father, obviously, and also the whole thing where she says like he could barely love you, his own son. He just loved silver and whores. Yeah, like, that's just her trying to turn exactly, you on. Exactly, because we sure we didn't see much of that, so we can't. But the only scenes we saw was him being very loving towards his son. Well, yeah, he. I mean, he wanted to to have a son to keep his legacy he wanted to have his son be as brave and powerful as him yeah of course and so the dedication was there it's just he wasn't around all the time yeah which you know because you have to raid the, the summer raid how else the, will the you raids. survive yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> um and i think that's very interesting how that 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 scene where that kind of second plot the her scheming is revealed it adds a lot of complexity to the characters like sure uh the fact that that amleth is basically he he became a he became a uh, like a uh what's it called fuck uh, not a golem a uh a facsimile a, like a sh- the shadow of his own like angry oh, yeah. k- murderous traitorous dad yeah um uh, to the end, to the so so far that he actually kills his mother and kills her son, um, his half brother, I suppose. Um, yeah, and but also then that he is he becomes at that point very conflicted over his whole revenge tale because has he been living a lie all these years? And he even says that when uh, when uh, what is Anna Taylor Joy's character's name? I keep calling her Anna Taylor Joy. Uh, Olga. Olga, right, Olga. Olga of the Birch Forest. Right, right, right. Um, when she... Oh, Earth re- Witch. She rescues him, brings him to that hot spring um, to rest up before the final battle. Um, he says that, that she she destroyed my entire, like, like history or something like that. She yeah, he des- his- she destroyed my history. Yeah, my history, right. Yeah, and, and he because of that, he is conflicted, but he also mentions that hate is still everything he has known. And now... That he doesn't even have a loving mother anymore. It's literally everything that he has ever yeah. felt in his life is hate. Ever since he was one, 10 years old. One third of his reason to be just disappeared. Yeah, exactly. Because saving his mother isn't an option anymore. <laughs> yeah, and he's even now conflicted over saving his father. Because maybe he was just a yeah. whoremongering warlord, you know? And is that really something to avenge? But at the same time, to him... He was a loving father. He was uh, yeah, something but, to look yeah. up to. And even if he was just a brute, he was still his father. Yeah. And he was still wrongfully killed. And Fjolnir was still a coward for ambushing him instead of like yeah. calling him out. So, uh, I mean, Fjolnir didn't even do like the damage. He just, did he just stepped in and blow. cut the head off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Also, it took him like two tries to yes, do that. Yes, that's a sign of weakness. <laughs> if you can't cut that off in one fell swoop... You're weak. You're, yeah, you're like literally. That's like a sign that what you're doing is not the right thing. Because like, you, you don't have the you don't have the strength of the gods, the, um, the conviction to do it. Conviction, yeah, yeah exactly. Behind the, the the blow. So that's like literally a thing. <laughs> um, it's also dishonor and disrespect towards the one you're decapitating. Yeah, to exactly. Be 
Um, so you have all that aspect, and then the fact that he now has something maybe even stronger than revenge to fight for, which is Olga, and turns out two children on the way. Oh yeah, the uh, the maiden queen name, no maiden king or something. They call well, his they 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 show the daughter in like the whole setup. I think I'm thinking she's gonna become a queen. Yeah, but they mention in his uh, the seer mentions that you will beget. The story of the maiden. Oh king. right! Oh right! Right! Yes, th- I I, I forgot thought about that, that was Anna Taylor Joy that she was gonna become yes, like a warrior they... princess or something. No, no, no! His daughter will become a legend. Yeah, when they s- not because she's his daughter, but because well, she Things lives. She's gonna do in in her life. Yeah. yeah. Um, that that's kind of funny. Yeah, because when the seer says that, I was like, oh no, so it's gonna be. It's it's gonna be that I'm gonna fight for my queen, you know, and he fights for Anya Taylor Joy, and I felt that was yeah. gonna be like, it's gonna. I got Star Wars vibes again, like, but but sequel trilogy, they, the bad Star Wars movies. <laughs> they did a little bit of a, a a subtle foreshadowing of that just before he sees the seer. Yeah, because a a girl comes in on a horse, being very regal yeah, and just cutting yeah. down people, calling them weak. Weak, I don't want weakness. I was yeah. like, is she gonna come back somehow? Because as soon as you heard the warrior king maiden, whatever they called her, yeah, I was like, is that her? Will <laughs> she come back somehow? Yeah. But no, no, that was just a foreshadowing of what his daughter will become, basically. Yeah. Nice detail. Very nice detail. Also, another thing about like <laughs> like, um, which we don't get a lot of in movies nowadays, and especially movies like this where they might you know it's a, it's an old story with with old uh you know thoughts on how to treat people and whatnot you know, and they might want to change that a little bit, make it a little bit more more modern. I yeah. like that the love story between uh, Amleth and Olga is is one of it's. You know, it's unconditional love. Yeah. She, she isn't like... She... Because she, at some point I'm like thinking, like, is she just going to use him? Because that's a classic one where, you know... I mean, Because you, you don't want to show one be weak and only be saved by the guy and, you know, just be the love interest. Because that's bad writing. Yeah. But here they, they, they manage to do where she is literally just... She's the love interest, but she's also, like, a strong character in the story. Yeah. Um, they depict her as something more than just you know just the damsel in distress. Yeah, I mean, she she has she, once again the whole thing with that magic and gods exist. She literally like calls upon the winds to take her swiftly to the Orkney Islands, which I was always an, cool. <laughs> she's an earth witch. Yeah, a nature witch, I suppose. Yeah, I guess I, we the would only call thing nowadays. I suppose, yeah. Um, the only thing I kind of didn't like about their their stories i don't know it i felt like we could have had more clear like affection growing between them it's a little because most of it most of it's like just them scheming eventually to because they plan straight ahead that we're gonna make it out of here and you're gonna take me with you is what she says yeah and that's why i thought like ah she's gonna just use him and in the end leave him behind or something but then she she helps him scheme and and plan and do the things but then i don't know it just felt like after that one scene where they're celebrating something and the slaves the slaves get some time for themselves yeah yeah and everyone's just sleeping around that's when they just all of a sudden they're like married i suppose 
Uh, well, not like married. No, but like I get that feeling. Like they yeah, cons- you're mine now. They they consummate the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I they know. just choose each other for like yeah I like being around you. That's enough. I'm gonna sleep with you now and now you're mine. <laughs> I don't know. It just felt kind of. Yeah, well, I don't know. I haven't been in a relationship in a long time, but you know, if it, you know, if it's if it's love, if it's it just, right, it's it just right. happens. You know, it's not sure. like this. I mean, and they didn't really have time to like go and have coffee and talk to each other. You no, know? no, I know. So you know, <laughs> if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. And I mean, since they they and already you only understood- needed the sex scenes to have like, oh yeah, she's carrying his children eventually. Yeah, and I mean, it, since since. Uh, they they were helping each other to to plot the 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 plot uh, the plan the scheme <laughs> yeah um so they spent time together sure um and uh, when 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 the time came and like the 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 slaves were allowed to like celebrate and have fun for a night and it was kind of like implied that this is when you know they run around and they 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 have sex like if there's someone yeah. you like now's the time. Was she gonna pick someone else? Like, no, that was obviously her her choice. Sure, then, you know. So it it makes sense. It kind of fast tracked the relationship, but it's also not yeah. a movie. It's not a movie about the relationship. No, that's true. And I think after that initial scene, where it's like, whoa, going a little fast, like having sex on the first date. After that, though, you had a lot of scenes where they talked about their love, and it was yeah, it was true. developed after that. So I think that's fine, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That. That. Sure. They kind sure. of reversed. They didn't reverse, but I think yeah. that worked. Maybe that's why it felt off, though. Yeah, because it was in reverse, as from what you're <laughs> used to in movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I I I I like that. That ultimately there was no there was no like hidden hidden plot behind their love. It was just love, which yeah. is nice. They were faded, obviously. Yeah, that too. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And that was. If there's one sign that this might not be a five out of five for me, I talked about this also in earlier episodes. Um, I I was obviously like emotionally invested and involved. Uh, there was a lot. I don't know if you ever, but my if you saw that in the theater, but my 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 jaw was literally on the floor for like most yeah. Of the no, movie. I noticed that a few times, and I was like <laughs> giggling to myself because it was so awesome. I. Did not cry though, which I do. No. If a movie's good, like not just you know tearjerkers, like I cry in most movies nowadays <laughs> if they're good enough. That's that's a sign. Like this is a good movie because I'm that emotionally like invested in the movie or fragile, whatever you want to call it. Um, here though, maybe more because it of didn't, the subject matter. It didn't there call really, for no, tears though at all. But when they're on the boat and he realizes that fuck. If I leave Fjolnir alive, he's gonna come after not just me, but now my woman and my children. And he's like, yeah. "Sorry, gotta go." But he's basically signing it. It's a death sentence. Well, yeah, he's not gonna come back. He, he knows that. Yeah, there is this. There is this faint hope that he might, but probably not gonna survive. He's not counting on it. <laughs> yeah, and, and and she's pretty sure of it as well. Yeah. That's Which is I, why she's upset about that it. That was my one like <laughs> moment where I almost like, oh no! But, no I, but I was also like, yes! Because he was going to go die a hero's death. And I, that's my favorite thing in stories. The hero's death. <laughs> I, it's, it's the best. There's 
We've there's nothing better. Yeah, I mentioned it earlier. There's nothing more noble than to die for a cause. So no, that's true. Oh, there it was like, it, it was it was tears of joy almost. <laughs> yeah, that was a good moment. <laughs> sure, damn good. I moment. yeah. I don't. I wasn't as moved as you were. No. But yeah. But yeah. But I like, agree. This is more. I understand. This is more my kind of movie than your kind of movie, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, I I liked it. It's just I don't know. I just some details in the mainly it's the casting that bothers me. To be honest, I I don't. But I don't mind these actors in general, but I don't think some of them worked for their characters. Sure. But then to actually wrap it up, because we said that yes. about 35 minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, so you you enjoy like everything mostly, except for yeah. the casting choices. Is that enough to like ruin the movie for you? No, it doesn't ruin the movie. But it it's not like I'm going to run to the theaters to watch it again today. I might rewatch it. Once it comes out to streams, so I can show it to friends and family. Uh, I would but it's l- not going to be one of these movies that I'm going to, you know, sit down and rewatch every now and then because it's so good. Not well, really, not for me. This is right up my alley, so I probably will. <laughs> um, I don't know if they're showing this in IMAX here in Sweden. Uh, I think they are. They are? Because we yeah. saw it in a VIP, which was nice. It's always very nice. Even though it's a smaller have- screen. Oh, but very so comfortable. comfortable seats. Very comfortable. <laughs> Much better than the other seats here in Sweden. Um, yeah. I might no, I go think watch I, this. I, I, I chose it based on the time and not the, the, the uh, theater. Yeah. I think it was an IMAX as well, but it was a, not a suitable time for us. Sure, sure. Yeah, I'm definitely watching this again. Uh... I'll wait. <laughs> but I'll give you this. I did give it... This morning, I sat, just before we started recording, I, I opened Letterboxd to um, enter it on my list because I've been kind of slacking on that part. Yeah. I, I put it as a three. A three? Because it's still a good movie. A three? It's just a seven. Yes. Okay. I gave it, though. Do now, you, after we've talked about it more. you give half stars? Yes. Okay. I added a half star now. So it's three and a half. Now. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I mentioned in the beginning that I'm fluctuating between four and a half and five. Uh, because I also we talked about that was the only thing we really talked about after the movie. Um, the fact that this is in English makes it sound silly sometimes because of the dialects yeah. and accents, uh, and also the the language didn't come off as authentic as it does in his other movies. But that's because his other movies have always taken place in America, so they in can English talk English countries. Yeah, no, both are in America. Yeah, but like which. They've just come to America, basically, right? No, they've been there. Both children. Oh, but they have are, that Puritan. Are, yeah, oh, that's true. They have that Puritan accent, though. Yeah, because it's it's before you know the the whole Civil War and everything. Yeah, or before the uh, War of Independence or whatever it's called. Yeah. So yeah, they're still talking English talk, uh, British yeah. talk. But I mean, you know, they have like it's... they they use authentic like words and and sentence structure and everything. And the same thing in the Lighthouse, they speak that. Yeah. That ye old timey New England kind of talk, you know. <laughs> yeah. Here 
it's the Hollywood version of what Vikings talk like. It's yes. all I am. I, it's it's Skyrim. It's I used to be an adventurer until I took an arrow to the knee. They talk like yes. that because they have to speak English so the people understand them. Um, I mean, I would have liked and to see they, this. Uh, they did throw in a few Icelandic pronunciations of of names and places. Yeah, and Anya Taylor Joy speaks some form of Baltic Russian Baltic, Slavic. Uh, uh, language in the end when she puts the spell oh, on yeah, the yeah. wind, you know. Yeah. Um, and there were a few like songs in Icelandic, and some people yeah. speak a few Icelandic words and stuff like that. But yeah, for the most part, it's English, um, and that that is a necessary like evil. Like yes, would it be cool if like all the Danish actors spoke Danish and all the Swedish actors spoke Swedish? Or I guess he's supposed to play like. A Norwegian guy, so he would have speak. He would have spe- spoken Norwegian, I suppose. You know, spoken the languages of I their characters. Don't actually know where his father's kingdom was, because the the Norwegian king took it, it over, over eventually. Yeah. But I mean, the Norwegian king in Viking times had all of Scandinavia for a while. I suppose. So, I don't know. Uh, whatever. You know. <laughs> They're on some weird island somewhere. I don't yeah, fucking know. Yeah. Um. That would have been cool, but it would have been. We talked Very about difficult. we've talked about language barriers. Also, it would have been yeah. harder to invest in the characters when it's a language you have to constantly read the subtitles for. Yes, it's easier when it is in English, and especially I mean, for, for us, an English-speaking audience. Yes, for us, the Scandinavian languages kind of work. I mean, Icelandic is Icelandic would have been hard. Finnish would have been hard, even harder than Icelandic, I'd say. Um, there, there weren't a lot of Finnish characters though. No, but the Danish and the Norwegian and the Swedish obviously works for us because yeah. they're similar enough. But, but yeah, also for you, the rest of the world, yeah, no. <laughs> and you also kind of want all the characters to speak the same language. So what do you pick? Well, English, because that's the most it's widespread language. So that's, movies, that's spoken yeah. by the most people, but it is a language spoken throughout the world. No. Also, it's an American production, right? That too. Yeah. <laughs> with mostly English speaking actors. So Yes. Yeah. So that's my that's also yeah, my one little gripe, but I understand why. And yeah. in any other movie I wouldn't complain. It's just that Robert Eggers is so uh he's so particular when it comes to authenticity that you can this forgive. time he had to kind of give up a little bit. Yeah. Because it's language and language is hard to get around. Yes. So that's why I might give it a four and a half out of five, but I don't think that's enough actually to. I think I'm going to stick to my five out of five. This is. This was powerful, powerful filmmaking. And not just because it's literally depicting power and strength, but the fact that that, like, it, it, it's soaked into every aspect of the film the music, the landscape. The story, yeah. like everything is just, it's power. Yeah. And then the fact also that it's not just a simple, straightforward revenge story. There is uh, layers nuance. to the characters. There is nuance. There is complexity. Um, it's not just Conan the Barbarian. Or Although, even though Conan the Barbarian has a lot more complexity than people give it. You know, it's not just Arlo Schwarzenegger. But we'll talk True. about that on Monday. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I... Thoroughly love the movie. I think it's the best movie I've seen this year. 
And I don't think I'll see a better one this year. I Not the movies I know I'm going to see this year, at least, that I prepared. Like, I don't see one being better than this. We'll see. <sighs> Only the future can tell. I guess. Yeah. But anyway, that's going to have to be it. Yes. This turned out to be a long episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't think so. <laughs> yeah. Um... But I, I had a lot to say, I suppose. We'll have probably more to say in the Monday episode, so check that out on Patreon on Monday. Exactly. Or if you're seeing this or listening to this way later in the, fu- future, in the future, just, you know, check out the Patreon. Yeah, patreon.com slash don't make a scene. Uh, links three, everywhere. Links everywhere, and just three bucks a month, you'll get that extra episode every week. You'll get early access to my other podcast, the Nicholas Cage podcast I talked about. Sometimes this podcast as well. Uh, yeah, exactly. This, uh, you will be Episode. able to listen to this, because we're recording this on Thursday the 14th. Um, but you are at the earliest listening to this. This? 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 On Saturday the 16th. So if Unless you were you're a, a patron. Yeah, but if you're a patron, you're listening to this on Thursday. So that's yes. also, we're releasing them early sometimes. But there's also monthly commentary tracks. I'll tell you this on a free episode. We're doing the Evil Dead 2013 remake this month. Why? Yes. I'm not sure, but we are. <laughs> I don't remember. We had reasons. There's some vague reasons for anymore. it, but still. Um, <laughs> so you, you'll get that as well. Um, and of course, you'll be supporting our independent podcasting endeavors. We're not part of any network or anything. Not, 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 not yet. And you have the opportunity to choose what we talk about. Yeah, just tell us in the comments or on Patreon or any of our social media, which there will also be links to. And since you're paying, we'll we'll oblige you and talk about it. So please check that out. But other than that, check out all the free episodes. They're available on all podcast platforms. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. Podbean. Podbean, Podcast Addict, uh, uh, Stitcher, I, ev- all of them. Everywhere. Everywhere you can you can listen to, to, to podcasts. So check out the free episodes there. In particular, check out our Green Eyed episode. Speaking, yes. You know, similarities to this. Um, and we'll see you in the next episode when we're going to talk about what? I don't remember. <laughs> we're going to talk about um, Ghostland. We're doing right. an oldie episode. Right. We're bringing it back to a movie that we've talked about every now and then. Actually. Yeah, we, we have we mentioned it a bunch this year. That's why we're kind of we want to actually do an episode on it. So we're doing Ghostland, yes. and the follow-up patron episode that is the Tall Man. So both both stay Pascal Lauchier that. movies. Yeah, that's what so stay <laughs> tuned for that. Um, but until then, thank you so much for listening and uh, have a good one. Bye. The Spoiler Cast is part of Please Don't Make a Scene. It's hosted by Tobias Anderbeke Vidin, produced by Tobias Vidin. Executive producer is Annika Vidin. Direction and sound editing by Tobias Vidin. A big thank you to all our supporters over on Patreon for keeping this show going. Laura Kinney, Mom and Dad. <laughs>